You're on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is The Triage Room. The Triage Room is a podcast that encourages and empowers listeners to overcome obstacles of pain. Pain is the physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. When we describe the type of pain we're having, we're really describing the symptoms. Once we identify the symptoms, then we can deal with the roots. Welcome to The Triage Room. You're now on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is the triage room. Today's topic, prepare to go before the king. Let's look at Esther chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. Now, when every maid's turn was come to go in to King Ahasuerus, after that she had been 12 months, according to the manner of the women, for so were the days of their purifications accomplished, to wit six months with oil of myrrh, and six months with sweet odors and with other things for the purifying of the women. Then thus came every maiden unto the king whatsoever she desired was given her to go with her out of the house of the women unto the king's house. In the evening she went and on the morrow she returned into the second house of the women to the custody of Shashgaz, the king's chamberlain, which kept the concubines. She came in unto the king no more, except the king delighted in her and that she were called by name. Now with the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was to come in unto the king. She required nothing but what Haggai, the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women, appointed. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. So Esther was taken unto King Ahasuerus into his house royal in the tenth month, which is the month Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Let's take a look at Genesis 41:14. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Verse 15, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. Verse 16, and Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it is not in me. God should give Pharaoh an answer of peace. So here we have Esther who had favor and she was chosen by the king to be queen. And then we have Joseph who had favor as well. When we look at prepare to go before the king. Esther had to prepare herself to go before the king. And we see this process was not a quick process. This process took about 12 months, which is a year. But she had to prepare before going before the king. And her preparation, she didn't require a lot, you know, as the others. She found favor in the king's sight. Esther became queen and it wasn't just her going to become queen and that was it. Esther became queen and she helped her people. So it wasn't just her being elevated. It wasn't just her becoming queen. There was a purpose behind all of this. There was a, uh, she was going towards destiny. There was something greater at stake and she didn't get self-centered and just looked out for her and Mordecai. She looked out for her people. Then we look at Joseph who prepared himself as well before he went before the king. And in Joseph's situation, Joseph was hated by his brothers. Joseph shared his dreams with his brothers. He had two dreams. He shared his dreams and the brothers were jealous. They hated him. So they came up with this plan. They threw him in this pit and then they ended up selling him off 
for like 20 pieces of silver. And he ended up in Potiphar's house. Now, at the time, Joseph was 17 years old. So now life as he once knew it has now totally changed. He's gone from being with his family to now he's in Potiphar's house and Potiphar found him trustworthy. And as he's found trustworthy, he's very skilled, man of wisdom, good at what he does. And he's, he's doing what he's been gifted to do. He can do it effortlessly. So he was overseeing the things of Potiphar's house. And then Potiphar's wife had an issue of lust. She wanted to wanted him to lie with her. He refused, so she lied. When he rejected her, um, he fled from her. She had she held onto his garment, and when she held onto his garment, she used his garment as well to cover up her sin. So his brothers used his garment to cover up their sin, and she did the same. But the focus here is how he took the time to prepare himself before going before King Pharaoh. Once Potiphar's wife lied on Joseph, he ended up in the dungeon prison. So he's in this prison. He's done nothing wrong. The beginning of time, you know, he's young, he's excited, he's sharing his dreams, his brothers get jealous. Now he finds himself down in this dungeon because now he's not allowing himself to compromise his moral beliefs, to compromise his relationship with God, to compromise him being trustworthy, to compromise his character. So he's sitting in this dungeon and between the time his brothers betrayed him by selling him off. And the time he's been in his dungeon from Potiphar's house and all of that, now it's been about 11 years. So he's ready to come up out of this place. And then there are these, this baker and this butler that end up coming into the prison. And so while they're there, they had these dreams and they had a sad look. And so Joseph asked them, you know, what's wrong? And they end up telling Joseph what happened in these dreams. So Joseph had to get the interpretation. So Joseph told the butler, this is what your dream means. And when you go back to Pharaoh, don't forget about me because I'm down here. There's nothing that I did wrong. And it's, you know, they took me against my will. Just let, let Pharaoh know what I've done so I can get out of here. He tells the, the baker, he gives him his interpretation, which is not a positive, not a good outcome for the baker. And he go, they go back to Pharaoh. Well, they get back to Pharaoh. The butler doesn't mention Joseph. And so now Joseph is still waiting in this dungeon, in this prison, and he's ready to get out. But it wasn't until two dreams, which were really one and the same, they had the same meaning, and Pharaoh's spirit was troubled because he just couldn't understand it. But he tried to go about it his way. He tried to get others as far as magicians and those that operate out of the power of Satan to interpret this dream, and they couldn't do it. So the, the butler was reminded when he was in prison with Joseph, how Joseph interpreted the dreams. So now the, the butler, he begins to speak about his interaction with Joseph and what he could do. So now Pharaoh is calling for Joseph to come to interpret his dreams. Now while Joseph is in this dungeon, he's allowed his hair to grow, but he knows he cannot go before the king looking like he was looking. Two different cultures. He know in his culture, it's okay, but he cannot go to Pharaoh, these Egyptians and, and look the way he was looking because in their culture, you only have a beard when you're mourning. So he had to shave. He couldn't look like that before him and then want somebody to understand what well, this is where I come from. He didn't need anything blocking. He didn't need anything hindering for him to come and do what he came to do. Now, Joseph's focus was not on anything other than 
getting out of that dungeon, getting out of that prison. He had a gift, strong gift of interpreting dreams. Now here's his opportunity to go before the king. He knew he was not going to go as is and he changed his clothes. He got himself cleaned up. He shaved, changed himself, got himself together and looked presentable. So now he's before the king and he's, the king tells him about his dreams. He's able to interpret his dreams. So preparing to go before the king in Esther's situation, she had to prepare so that when the king saw her, she was pleasing to what he was looking for. She was pleasing to his sight and she found favor in his sight. She prepared herself. Then for Joseph, he prepared himself. But not only did they both prepare themselves as far as physically, they were both in a place when it came to character, when it came to how to conduct yourself and handle yourself, they were both ready when the time came. So Joseph, he had the gift of interpretation. He knew how to interpret the dream, but he always gave God glory. So by the time King Pharaoh called for Joseph to come and interpret. Now it has been 13 years. So this was a time of preparation for Joseph. So now when the king has called him, he's not only ready, he is also prepared. So he moved quickly. He moved with haste. He did not hesitate. He waited all that time, 13 years. He was ready at year 11 when the opportunity came, when the baker and the butler came into the dungeon with him. But it wasn't time yet. So by year 13, he's now really ready and prepared. He didn't waste time. See, all that time and the things he went through, he did not allow those things to change who he was. He did not go into the woe is me. He did not get into a state of forgetting who God was. He always reverenced God and he continued to carry himself with godly character. He didn't change that. He remained who he was no matter what situation he was in. The other thing about Joseph is he always found favor with whoever was in the leadership role. They trusted and placed things in his hand. All this had to do with not only his gifting, but also his character. So he and Esther both prepared to go before the king. Esther and Joseph both were prepared to go before the king. We look at prepare to go before the king. These are two examples of looking at Preparation in the physical sense. And this is also preparation in how you conduct yourself. Preparation in how you carry yourself. Now we know that Jesus is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. So how are we preparing ourselves to go before the King? In order to do that, we got to repent. Repent from the ways we know that are wrong. Repent from the wicked ways. Repent from the things that are not of God. Here's my moment of transparency. I know what it's like to go through a period of time where you're tried on every side. And it's not because of anything that you've done, but because that's just the situation, the circumstances that have presented itself. And even in that, still choosing to allow God to lead me, to allow God to prepare me, to allow God to deal with me in a dark space, in a pit, to mold, to shape. And to know that what God has placed inside of me is not just for me, it's for others. That even though I may be in a place that I wouldn't prefer to be in, just like Joseph, that I didn't ask to be in, just like Joseph, but still knowing there's a need that's there for someone else. And the gift that God has placed inside of me to use that gift to help in that moment. But not losing focus and not losing hope, ready for a change ready for things to be different, ready for things to be better, but still having to wait 
for God's time. Because though I found myself to be ready, because I'm looking at time the way I look at time, but it's not time until God says it's time. And having to let the fruit of patience develop, be produced, and continue to call out on God and continue to wait on God. And know that just like in a moment's time, Joseph may have thought that when he requested that butler to not forget about him, to share with Pharaoh, that even though it didn't happen in that time, it came in God's time. Because God also had to prepare Pharaoh for Joseph. So when it comes to prepare to go before the king, when we look at the bigger picture, you may be dealing with something, you may be in a space right now, and you're wondering how much longer, you're wondering how did I get into this space? Lord, all I'm trying to do is the right thing. But I look on every side and there's jealousy, there's there's betrayal. And because you reject what you know is not right, you don't receive, you don't entertain what is not right. That spirit is angry. So now you're falsely accused. You're lied on and placed into a position you didn't ask for. And you go through a season where things may be dark. You go through a season where everything around you was unfamiliar. You go through a season of separation. From what you know to be familiar to you, just know that that is an opportunity in time for God to shape, mold, prepare, cultivate, and get you ready for what's next. So I encourage you, when it comes to prepare to go before the king, let us prepare ourselves inwardly, mentally, spiritually, physically, get ourselves in a place that whether it's God presenting us To someone here in the earth, whether it's God presenting us in a way like Esther was presented as queen to a king here in the earth, or whether it's like Joseph being presented to a king in the earth for one who was great, had great influence, which took Joseph to destiny. Esther and Joseph both entered into a new life. They both went into destiny. They both were prepared to go before the king. So I encourage you. Let us take time to look within ourselves. Let us take time to deal with whatever's in our heart. And if we're operating in a, in a space that's displeasing to God, I encourage you to repent. Turn from those ways and turn to God. Turn from those ways. Live according to his word. Let us pray. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, just to say thank you. Lord, I thank you for life, health, and strength. God, I ask you, God, that those that have been in a place wondering how wondering what is going on because they may be in a situation like Joseph Lord and someone may be in a situation like Esther the decision that they're about to make is not just for them they're going to change the lives of those that are connected to them as they're entering in a new place entering in a new culture entering in a new chapter in life the Lord I ask you the one that maybe enduring some hard places that father you give them the strength to keep going forward and that lord that you will create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us that whatever we've been doing god that may have been displeasing in your sight that lord now is the time to turn from those ways that lord you will forgive us for things we've done knowingly and unknowingly continue to lead continue to guide continue to protect and let us be prepared when it's time to go before the King. Lord, I thank you, I praise you, and I glorify your name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You all be blessed. Thank you for joining me on deck. 
in the triage room. To get the music you hear in this podcast or to stay connected, visit my website, UrsulaCamille.com. That's U-R-S-E-L-A-C-A-M-I-L-L-E.com. Sign up on my email list, get merch and more. Have an area of pain you want to address in the triage room? Send your email to the triage room at gmail.com. I'm your host, Ursula Camille, signing off. Be blessed. One touch in your life will change. Did you know that Jesus reigns? One touch in your life will change.